For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. The following is an America Matters media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters media. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer, my co-host, Leland Fagri, and uh, today we have Shadow Lawson working on the board. <laughs> yeah. Howdy. It's great to have him. Hey, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. Missed you. Way too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to start off with... Uh... No, I don't. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you insist. <laughs> the Twitter brouhaha uh, seems like... Uh, as of Monday, uh, everybody is free to post on Twitter, at least according to Elon Musk. Uh, white people still can't use the N-word, but other than that, it appears to be uh, pretty much a free speech. Does uh, the European Union know this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Germany especially. They're, they've been saying that they're going to cancel uh, U- uh, Twitter because of uh, they can't stand the free just speech. Just too free. Yeah, it's it's just free. way too free. <laughs> Can you believe we're even having this discussion? I know. It's so weird, especially that the left, when I was in college in the 60s, you know, the left was the free speech. You go to yeah. Berkeley, you know, right, everything right. is free speech. Now they're the censors. It's all inverted. Yep, it's all inverted. The dystopian surveillance state is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We're experiencing it. All right. And uh, Musk is getting it on a little bit with Apple. They're threatening to remove Twitter from the App Store. So we're going to be buying Elon Musk phones. Yeah, in the Tesla phone. You yeah. can look it up on the web. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been produced yet, but right. But he, it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some money going at that right now. Huh? Yes, because he's not going to be caught by surprise with that. No, no, it's been in development. Yeah, it has there's to be. no no date to yeah. launch it. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, this is a guy you want on your side. Yes, exactly. That's why they hate Musk so much. You know, they got their eye on him. The administration has their oh, eye yeah, on him. Oh, yeah, they were talking about... Uh, some They're not of the... concerned about G. No. They're concerned about Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He might be a national security threat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, look at him. He, he, he just looks like a threat, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> It looks like a snidely whiplash. He or... has his own car. He has his own rocket. I mean, he's clearly yeah. a threat. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's got his own platform. Oh, my gosh. And then Apple is uh, Apple itself is being accused of facilitating the uh, Chinese government against the demonstrations. The airdrop uh, option? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So... Uh, not, but you know, there's a whole lot of baloney about that. Hopefully, we'll get into it. But and well, then the is, this the, is globalism. This, yeah, this is what we're watching. Yep. And then Ye had uh, dinner with Trump, but uh, he brought along Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes. I didn't know who Fuentes is either. You didn't? We no. talked about him. No, we've talked show. about him, but yeah. I've not seen him. As right? Yeah. yeah. See, he's a yeah short. He's half. He's supposed to be a white nationalist, but he's half Mexican. 
Right. <laughs> and uh, so he's supposedly, we don't know for sure, but he supposedly told Trump that he likes his off-the-cuff uh, stump speeches better than when he stood at the podium and reads off a prepared script. And Trump Trump seemed to like that. And uh, Ye supposedly asked Trump if he would be his running mate. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> Trump got a little peeved at that. Uh, he must have said that with his tongue yeah, in his cheek, yeah, right? tongue in cheek, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, uh, you know, it Maybe he'll be a vice president uh, candidate. I'll tell you who the, the best vice presidential candidate out there is. His his best friend? Ye's no, best friend? No. Uh, no. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. She'll galvanize the female vote. Mm -hmm. She's got all the issues. Right. That's, she's a that, veteran. and Trump Gabbard, 2024. That would, that would be a great ticket. I, I would vote for that in a minute. Before, until now, I always said that Candace Owens would be the best. Right. She's cool, too. And she'd, she'd galvanize the female vote as well as the racial animus towards uh, Trump. Right. But uh, Gabbard would do the same thing. So that got a lot of controversy because he's associating with a white supremacist mm -hmm. nationalist. And you can't freely associate. No, you you're not allowed to. You no. <laughs> but not in this dystopian uh, surveillance but, uh, state we're witnessing happen here. Trump is better than Saint Peter. You know that because he was twice asked to denounce Ye and he uh, to denounce uh, Fuentes and he refused to denounce him. Oh. So that's better than Saint Peter. He he denounced Jesus. You know so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> But that's what he does. He's, he he doesn't uh, – anybody that likes him or, you know, that it wants to be friends with him, he refuses to denounce him. Yes. Why disassociate? Right. Exactly. Uh, I wonder if um, David Duke will be back on Twitter. He's, <laughs> he's another one of those that can't get uh, anything happening with him. Well, if I were Musk, I would just – I would allow everybody on. Yeah, sure. Let them duke it out. Alex Jones, Let everybody. Let them duke it out. Exactly. Yeah. Is that, as long as there's no unconstitutionally pro unprotected speech, like, you know, making a direct threat to somebody, and, you know, you're not going to have uh, active porn on the site. If you it's know. a public square right. for dialogue, right. then everybody should be allowed to be there. Exactly. It's really not hard. Yeah, but... Uh, we can't have that anymore. We have to have uh, only approved. In the dystopian surveillance state? Yeah. We because, can't have that anymore? No, because oh, okay. it's, a lot of it would just be disinformation or misinformation <laughs> or maybe even malinformation. <laughs> they have all kinds of definitions yeah. for that, but none for the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? So, anyway... The next thing, I don't know if you'd know that, but he, uh, Tim Pool. Do you know Tim Pool at all? No. He's a big YouTuber. He's half Korean. He's got a, a real big setup in West Virginia. Oh, uh, we'll be back. Well, hold that thought. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
www.thepodcastmatters.us and click on the podcast button. Now, back to the show. So the propaganda media describes Fuentes as a white nationalist, but he's half Mexican. <laughs> what? He's half Mexican. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I just had to go back to that because it's just... <laughs> well, yeah, so was uh, the guy that uh, uh, d- uh, killed uh, Trayvon Martin. Was it George Zimmerman? Uh-huh. He's Hispanic. Even uh, Rittenhouse, even Carl Rittenhouse right. is part Hispanic. Right. So there's a lot of... No, it's uh, that melting pot thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the the big controversy on this show is that uh, Poole wanted to talk first of all about Trump, but Ye went right into counter-Semitism. Remember, we don't. That's our term. That's it. yeah. We don't talk about anti-Semitism. Not anti-Semitism. It's, it's counter-Semitism. Yeah, right. yeah. I love that. <laughs> so then they started. They interrupted. Uh, they they were trying to push the trope, if you were. That when Jews do bad things, they're only just individual Jews, and it's nothing to do with collective Judaism collective or Zionism, community. right? Right. And that's what the, they were trying to to uh, push back on Yeh with. And then Nick uh, Fuentes, Fuentes, yeah, he he started also saying, you know, I don't think we should we should just stop at talking about them. We have to uh, we have to talk about why you know, they are a problem or something like that. And they interrupted him and then Ye walked out. <laughs> so he, that that caused a little bit of a confusion. But again, <laughs> and a little bit of talk all over the platform. But the thing Gossip. is that uh, the level of Jewish ethnic cohesion combined with their ubiquitous presence and positions of power far exceeding their demographic footprint. Two percent is a real concern. Yeah. You have to learn to name the Jew when they do something anti-white or anti-black, and you have to identify uh, the black, just like you have to identify when a black person commits a violent crime, which they always try to cover up, All that right, the right. perpetrator is black. Obfuscate. So that's the only way to negate their powers, to start talking about them. I encourage everyone, when you see somebody made a decision that you don't like, to go to Wikipedia and look up their biography in their early life, and oftentimes you will find out, most of, most times you'll find out that Wikipedia will identify them as... But they'll deflect it to us. It's our problem. Right. You know, so. so what is the Democratic coalition that's causing all this? You know, it's they, the Democratic coalition today features... The minority with the lowest average cognitive ability and the highest rates of violence. God bless AKA public schools. Black Americans. <laughs> <laughs> coupled with the minority with the highest average cognitive ability, but the worst relation to the truth and good business practices, the Jews. Uh, but it's all about, held together with the guilty uh, whites who are programmed to hate themselves and gender dysphoric gays. And that's the coalition of the fringes. That's the, that's the coalition. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, the Republicans are getting ready to gear up for the new session, and uh, they are definitely going to investigate Hunter Biden. They've made that very clear. They grilled FBI Director Ray. Uh, he was supposed to testify before. I Congress. thought they were too nice to him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's a liar. He is. And that thing that. Uh, Holy God! About he was supposed to testify for 
before Congress and he excused himself because he had urgent business and it turned out yeah. he was going on vacation. He had a vacation on this. <laughs> yeah. God, Total disrespect. Oh, my God. That seventh floor of the FBI building in D.C. is just nothing but filth. And McCarthy, it's, it is said, gave uh, Department of Homeland Security Director Mayorkas an ultimatum to resign or face impeachment. Mm -hmm. And he, of course, will hold his first committee hearings on the border. That's what he says. Right. He's, I think that's a clever idea, actually. Yeah. That will... That will uh, Why do it in D.C.? Exactly. The action is the action down is on, on the Rio the Grande and yeah. so on. Yeah. All right, then did you uh, hear Score about... Score one for McCarthy. Yes, exactly. So while they're getting ready to uh, get into the new session, you know, they're trying to stick a gun control bill on the uh, Equality oh. with Marriage Act. Right, but I don't think they have the votes for that. Do they? No, I hope not. I don't think they do. And they're winning in the courts. Assault weapons never did anything about crime anyway. No. It's, it's no. just a red herring. Mostly it's cosmetics. Yeah. Biden came out and said he wants to ban all semi-automatic weapons. Yeah, they, they have no redeeming social value. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand self-defense at no, all. No, he doesn't. It? No. Because he's got all that social uh, private secure, private security or public security. Yeah. Did you hear about the agent's cars that blew up? Yeah. What on earth was five, that? Five cars? Was what it? is that? I don't know. Were they electric? <laughs> I don't think did they the were. lithium batteries explode. I don't think they were. No. All right. Did you hear about the disgraced deputy assistant secretary of energy, Sam Britton? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yep. He is self-ID'd as non-binary, and he's charged with the theft of a twenty-five hundred dollars suitcase and its contents at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. Britain says he has two degrees from MIT and is a career energy department hire, not a political appointee. Now, oh, I forgot I misgendered him. You did? I thought I corrected everything, but I misgendered <laughs> him right there. <laughs> I'll tell you what he is. I'll yeah. tell you his gender. He's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> That's his gender. So they. It was, a, it was an opportunity. It was a crime of opportunity. opportunity. Exactly. To grab that, all that luggage. And you know how much that stuff was worth? Twenty five hundred? No, no, it was more than that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. On the on the police complaint, I saw the complaint, but you're saying it's more than I, that. I heard it was more than that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So they they are charged <laughs> with. You see female clothing on a luggage rack? <laughs> yeah. You better grab it. <laughs> <laughs> they are charged with taking the blue bag off for airline carousel, even though they did not check a bag. So police called them at the hotel, and they denied they had the wrong bag at first. Then, just an, just an, uh, an uh, some sort of an exception to the to the rule for him, or is it, does he do this all the time? Or I don't know. This is this is this is, is this what he certainly do? doesn't know the first rule of is it the what, air? when the police call you, you say I don't answer questions like that. Yeah. Contact my attorney. Right, right. But the easiest thing, I mean, this happens all the time. I worked with luggage, uh, lost luggage. Uh, Did you? With the airline, yeah. Mm -hmm. Most people just call up and say, hey, I picked up the wrong bag, and you got to tell them, well, you got to bring it back to the airport. We're not going to send a pickup guy for it. And so they bring it back to the airport. Yeah, but there's more no, to this story. No, there has to be more to this story because exactly. the, this is all very, very extravagant female clothing. Is it? Yeah. 
So he, he must have known that. How would he know if it's the bag? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he just guessed it's got a female name. He took the name tag off. Maybe it. that's just it. It had I a don't female know. name. Yeah. But he's a freak. Right. Then after he at after they at first denied they had the wrong bag, then they called back to police and admitted they had the wrong bag, but they were afraid to report it because they might be accused of theft. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it looks. <laughs> they then rechecked the blue bag, which they said was empty at this point, as they had left the clothes in the hotel. But the police say they did not recover the clothes or at the time they filed the complaint, the bag. I don't know whether she ever got her bag back. So, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know if she did. Either. So this is a extremely he's he's been suspended from his yeah. job. Yeah, but I mean, how did he ever get there? Yeah, how can <laughs> we be sure he knows where the nuclear waste is going? Maybe this, <laughs> if there's any female nuclear waste, he might he might Maybe be he grabbing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! He's got to have some value somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> this is what the administration is comprised of people like this. Yes, exactly. Absolute freaks. <laughs> Just ask uh, Admiral Levine. Yeah, good yeah, point. She'll tell you that. Oh, dear. Fauci gave his last speech in which he defended the lockdowns in China and the U.S. and says schools may have to lock down again. They always pick on the children even though they're the least susceptible to COVID. Because they're the, and the most teachers vulnerable. Union. Yeah, yeah, the teachers' union. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He gloated. He's a mass murderer is what he is. He's a freak. He, he's, he's another freak. He yes. doesn't look like a freak in the same context, but he is a freak. He gloated that Republicans did not retake the Senate, so Rand Paul can't investigate him. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> if there was a sigh of relief on the 8th of November, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! So uh, the uh, the vaccines continue to get denigrated. Um, we continue to hear bad things about it. Young people continue to die mm -hmm. in their sleep. Some of the most active people, the right? Athletic, athletic people type, and also people that uh, took the vaccine and were proud they took the vaccine and advertised how they took the vaccine, and then they are dropping dead. They've known for, conservatively, at least six months. Mm -hmm. The vaccines were had no efficacy whatsoever. Right. None. And yet they're still pushing them. Right. These people need to be held accountable in a big way. And unless we can get out from under this dystopian uh -huh. police state that's developing, I think they're protected. Yeah. I know. It's... Uh... It's it's really a crime. I mean, there's so many crimes being committed by governments that have really pulled the veil off. It should have pulled the veil off most people's eyes. It should have, yeah.
your comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Talk to Truth to Power. I'm your host, Brendan Trader, and my co-host, Leland Begri. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about China and the uh, anti-lockdown. Anything going on over there? Yeah. after 10 Chinese died in an f- apartment fire in a room key, and I saw the video, mm-hmm. the fire trucks could not get past street barriers due to the lockdown. And so the you could see the fountains of water, and they're falling about 5 or 10 Before, feet short of, of, the, of, the, of yeah. the target. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible. Yep. So the, uh, the street protests erupted throughout China, and... Uh, that really was the catalyst for all of this, wasn't it? Yes. People saw that and said, that yeah. could have been me. Right, you know? exactly. So they went out there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of propaganda we're hearing about this. And, uh, street protests are actually common in China. And uh, one commentator pulled up an Atlantic magazine article from 2012 that said that there are that at that time there are about 500 demonstrations a day in China, but the demonstrations are not about uh, normally are not about overthrowing the Chinese government or the leader. They're about specific problems in the local problems that the people think are not being attended to. So uh, if they have some kind of infrastructure problem or something like that, the people take to the streets. It's a way of communicating with the government. Um, in, in that sense, the demonstrations over the weekend were unique because the problem is nationwide, not just locally. And everybody across China was protesting against the same thing. provinces have been yeah. affected, yeah. So it's really unclear how many demonstrators actually called for Z to resign or called for the overthrow of the Chinese Communist Party, or even for democracy. They mostly, as far as we can tell, they focused on ending the lockdowns. I heard there was some uh, referenced chants or uh, slogans Uh defending the founding fathers of the United States of America among the Chinese. Really? Yeah. So they're going to be working on that. (laughs) They can't have that. Well... (laughs) Remember, we're not a demo- we, we're not supposed to be a democracy either. No, we're not. Uh, we are now, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big club, yeah. and you ain't in it. Mob rule. Another trope that we hear uh, people say is that the Chinese were very, very brave because supposedly they're afraid of their police, but that's not true. There's all kinds of videos on the internet of average Chinese getting in the face of police over mundane, what we would call lawful orders given by the police, which you're supposed to obey unquestionably. I saw them throwing things at them. Right. They were throwing uh, like uh, barriers, you know, metal barriers. It looked like they had broken them up in pieces and they were just tossing them at the police. It looked like January 6th. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving (laughs) side of that. No, it looked like January 6th, in fact. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trespassers. Yes. And uh, also, I saw w- one city, at least, where demonstrators had these long eight-foot poles, and the police had, you know, their shields and batons. That's what I saw being thrown. I think. Yeah. yeah. 
and they were poking them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they're unarmed. Yeah, so the police are not armed. Yeah, as a rule. Yeah, yeah so, they're definitely not armed. And uh, so that's another trope that, every, that all Chinese are terrified of the police. I mean, this is not Soviet Russia. It's not Stalin. It's a little bit, at least but he a has, little bit different. He has sent out uh, armored personnel. Okay, yeah, I heard that too yeah. today. Um, one a, reporter said he overheard a Chinese cop telling a woman, if you bite one of us again, we're just going to have to arrest you. Right. <laughs> the power of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but in the West, you know, Justin Trudeau Castro and other Western leaders. I'm of, sorry, did you say Justin Trudeau, Trudeau Castro? We're going to hyphenate his name. Yeah. <laughs> And other Western leaders applauded the disruptive Chinese demonstrators, saying they're demonstrating for freedom and, you know, ignoring how Trudeau arrested all the truckers, seized their assets and everything else. And the administration helped them. Exactly. Hey, Justin. Yeah, Biden gave the order. Yeah, yeah, I got a few tips for you. Here's (laughs) what you should do. Because China's coming to us. That's what this is. The North American transformation is underway. Well, I think it was Nietzsche that said, be careful whom you wrestle with because you will become more like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it him? <laughs> I think it was Nietzsche? Nietzsche. Many Western countries had their own horrendous lockdowns during COVID. So we're not defending the Chinese zero COVID lockdowns because they don't work and they're anti-humane. Yeah, I should know better by now. Yeah. But I'm only pointing out that, you know, the Western world had its share of lockdowns and imprisonments and people losing their jobs and everything else because of COVID. Catastrophic. So let's let's cool down a little bit. You're a lying dog face pony (laughs) shoulder. That sounded like Biden. He did. Yes. All right. So. That's the news from China, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, we don't know what Germany is doing about China. We, we know Schultz went over there and got humiliated because he wouldn't even chase, shake his hand. And uh, But Germany needs China desperately. So they're probably going to try to reach out to China to try and help them. Uh, with Russia. In the multipolar world? In the multipolar world, yeah. It's being born right before our eyes. <laughs> um, the uh, the multipolar world is continuing with what's going on, of course, in Ukraine. And it looks like Zelensky should be getting the hint that his days are kind of numbered. Yeah, this can't last forever. No, we're already going to throw, planning to throw him under the bus. This wasn't supposed to last this long, and uh, right, it's getting cold. Neither side thought it would last that long. You right. know, Russia at first thought a show of force, and they sent their troops on a reconnaissance and force against Kiev and Kharkov. That that would be enough, then they would crumble. But NATO kept backing them, up, backing them up. So it's uh, entering a new phase now. <laughs> And it was a, a very resilient effort, Ukrainian effort. I mean, they were 
determined well, they were determined not to roll over and play dead for Putin. Those Nazis know what they're doing, man. They Shut up. <laughs> yep. Those uh, Nazis that we're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, Ukrainian Nazis. Yes. Yeah. ADL approved. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who'd believe it? Zelensky's Jewish. So why would, how could that? Yeah, how could he have Nazis? Yeah. yeah. So obviously we don't know what we're talking about here on Talking to the Oh, my goodness. Uh, in other news, uh, Turkey bombed the Syrian facility where the U.S. trains Kurds in northern Syria. They gave us a warning. What side is he on? <laughs> they gave us a warning, yeah. just like Iran did right. earlier. So we pulled our uh, our troops out of there, but I, they slammed the Kurds. I don't know how many were killed. You mean but... our NATO member Erdogan? Uh, yes, NATO. That that NATO fighting NATO. <laughs> <laughs> and now Erdogan is going to uh, indicates that he's open to talking with Assad, the president of Syria. And you know Erdogan was a prime mover against Syria back from 2011 on. You know, he, there's this mountain pass that yeah. connects, uh, goes through the mountains. I think it's called the Atlas Mountains. I could be wrong uh, between Syria and Turkey. And Turkey was sending in jihadis uh, into Syria, and they were stealing the oil. The Kurds and the jihadis were stealing the oil. And Our allies, it to, the Kurdish? Yeah, sending it into Turkey. But now, because of the bomb, the street bomb, a couple of weeks ago in Istanbul that killed five people, Erdogan wants to move against the Kurds. And, of course, they are our proxy. He'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Russian playbook. This is right out of the Russian playbook. <laughs> so if he talks to Assad, maybe they uh, maybe they will get a combined action against the Kurds because that's where the oil is. That's the Kurds that's are That's also where the Americans are. Yeah, the Americans are there <laughs> and the Kurds are stealing the oil from uh, Syria, only uh, selling it maybe still to Turkey or to, or just moving it out of the country to go who knows where. So we need to, uh, if, if Assad and Erdogan really get together, then uh, the Kurds are going to have to realize that neither Iran, Iraq, Turkey, or Syria is going to give up any territory to establish a Kurdish state. It's just not in the cards. But, you know, they keep hanging on to that dream and overextending themselves. And Well, for a generation we've been hearing about a Kurdish state. Right. So There's nothing new there. Nope. No, none, those countries are not going to give in. So, sorry. I mean, I believe in self-determination, but it's just not going to happen. The odds are too much stacked against it. I think these architects of the foreign policy of this administration are still actively setting up a false flag.
844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Talking Truth to Power. It's a little bit chilly. Uh, last day of November. Yeah, we're expecting two feet of snow. Are we? Yeah, huh? Oh, dear. That's where I am, anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's supposed to come down to the valley floor here, too. So. Well, what's going on with Woke War 3? You, you know, it I'm is. Sorry, did you say Woke War 3? Yeah, you know. I mean, Hannity. I re- kind of set this up, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Hannity refuses to believe it, but he, he you know, he refuses to concede that uh, the Zelensky regime is woke, and they're and your Ukraine is, uh, except for the Donbass and other Russian-controlled areas, is a woke country, and they're teaching uh, critical race theory and uh, you know all the uh, equity in Ukrainian elementary schools, and the soldiers in the Donbass. You know, I saw a Russian Orthodox priest bless some of the soldiers before they went out into battle. They're good at that. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're very attached to the state. They have a lot of (laughs) saints in the Russian Orthodox Church or military people. No, I meant that I know how they know how to. Oh, they know how to sprinkle. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the former is also true. So the priest was telling him to go out there and exterminate the homosexual virus mm. when he sent them out. <laughs> well, that would be themselves, wouldn't it? <laughs> the, uh, did you also notice uh, pictures of the Ukrainian refugees are often blacks and Arabs? I hadn't noticed. I yeah. hadn't thought about it. Yeah. I mean, people uh yeah, there's been several stories about people in England and other countries that will gladly accept Ukrainian refugees. And then when they get to the door, it turns out they're African or... <laughs> Lots of pigment in their skin. Right. Zelensky <laughs> has been opening the borders. <laughs> I see. Yeah. For diversity. Oh, diversity sure. is Ukraine's strength. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and German Chancellor Schultz is working to open the German borders to more Middle Eastern and African refugees, uh-huh. quote unquote. Uh, but thank uh, you, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> These Swedes, under their new government, though, are canceling three hundred thousand refugee visas. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. So they're they're they've starting. been there a while. Yes, and they're sending them home anyway. Dreamers. Yeah, right. <laughs> German dreamers. Dream away. They're dreaming of Oktoberfest <laughs> and <laughs> strudel. Yeah. A new survey says the majority of Germans dislike sending more aid to Ukraine. Now, the biggest majority is in East Germany, formerly under the Soviet Union. And that's something I've been noticing the last two years. That's that former Soviet uh, peoples are actually still like Russia, even though uh, they were under communism. You know, this second largest party in Russia is the Russian Communist Party. They get about 16% of the national vote. And uh, I find that interesting. That uh, So the Eastern Bloc is still has a bias towards Russia. Even well, at least East Germany of, does. I don't, I don't know about places like Czechoslovakia. Poland. Uh, Poland hates. I wouldn't. Yeah, but that goes back a long way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the uh, 
the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Yeah. It was the strangest government of all. It was the Kingdom of Poland and the Grand Duchy of Lithuania, and it controlled almost all of Eastern Europe, even down to Western Ukraine and the Black Sea. It lasted from the 1600s to Catherine the Great, I think, defeated it in the uh, late 1700s. But so they would have one ruler. But when he was in Poland, he was called Your Majesty. And when he was in Lithuania, he was called Your Grand Duchy, whatever they call a duke. Different titles. Yeah, different titles under the same <laughs> government. So I know, but that's that's what that's the reason why the Western part of Ukraine still, you know, is anti-Russian because they used to be under the control of them and also the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, which was destroyed after World War One. The Habsburg, the from yeah, post so, Habsburg. So they don't have the Slavic heritage yeah. that you have in Eastern Ukraine. The EU Parliament declared Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. And the Wagner Group, you know, the paramilitary mm -hmm. group mm -hmm. uh, in Russia, sort of, uh, what do we call ours, Blackstone or Black, yeah, Black, Black, Rock? Black Rock? Yeah, Black Rock. Uh, so Wagner sent the EU Parliament a large sledgehammer. And the, on, the, on the hammer, it has the group symbol. Yeah. And the, there was some red paint on the handle. Yeah. A little warning. Yep. The thing is... <laughs> <laughs> they laid the hammer on the EU. Very symbolic. Yes. But it's really symbolic on both sides, as the EU does not have any jurisdiction, really, to say that a, a government is a state sponsor of territory. There is a bill in Congress that the neocons would like to pass, but even the uh, Blinken State Department counsels against it. If the U.S. passes such a law, then there'd be all kinds of complications with sanctions and everything else, you know, diplomatic and everything else. So, In the context of globalism, yeah, yes. it's a nightmare. All right, so the, uh, the whole war over there is now starting to speed up. We've been, they've been four months trying to, uh, the Russians have been trying to uh, control Bakhmut, in the Donbass region in Donetsk. And, you know, it's been a, slu a sluggish going. But now that the reinforcement's in, it's starting to speed up. In the last week, uh, they've captured several uh, outlying, you know, what you might call suburbs of Bakhmut. And they're making, it, they're making advantage. They have some Russian regular troops now on the attack in Donetsk. So I think they're going to roll that back pretty quickly. And then where will they go from there? In between storms? Yeah, in between storms, yes. The, I think the roads are starting to freeze up a little yeah, bit now. They must be, yeah. So the uh, there is no way that Ukraine can win this war, and, the, and they're going to find out. The only thing is, what is Russia going to do? And Russia is still offering peace. And what is Zelensky going to do? Because it's going to backfire on him. Yeah, he's refusing. They've lost all this territory, all of this regional strength and lives. And he's going to pay a price for this at some point. Yes. Because he can't win it. Will he have to give up his villa in Tuscany? Do you think that might be, worth <laughs> might the, cost, be the price? The cost of <laughs> deposition? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which one? He's got a few of them. Yeah, he's got he's he's got a resident a mansion in Miami. There's a r- rumor that he's a, he's a billionaire. Yeah, oh, yeah, multi billionaire. I, I think it's probably accurate. Yeah. Some of it is from his TV work, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was wealthy he's, before he became. Yeah, <laughs> before this happened. Well, there aren't too many comedians that can play the piano with their yeah, guns. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole thing is just a grift, you know, because Russia doesn't have the ability to invade Western Europe. It, it, it can do what it's doing right on its border. Right there. Right. That's it. Yeah. And Western Europe doesn't really have the ability to attack Russia. So this whole NATO thing is just, it's a paper tiger. It's just got nothing there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's us. They would have to get, they don't have the interstate highway uh, network that Eisenhower set up specifically to be able to move uh, military equipment back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. And the... uh, so Western, most of the NATO troops are in Western Europe, France, meaning France and Germany. Uh, so the idea that they were pushing further east and further east, but they don't really back it up with a lot of troops. They were, they wanted, they wanted, of course, to back it up with missiles, and that's what Russia won't won't allow them to do. But there really cannot be a ground war in Europe between NATO and Russia. So the whole thing is. It's a grift. It's a grift by the Western countries. Their military-industrial complex is making money hands over foot. The In fact, right the EU mouth. complained. They finally <laughs> woke up. The EU complained that we are profiting. The U.S. is profiting really? over the war. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> what took them so long? I know. I mean, they just didn't. They. It took them a long time to realize they're being scammed. I mean, the United States will deindustrialize Europe we will completely wreck it if it can keep if our it comes to that if it can keep our hegemony afloat yeah. for a few more years the military industrial control yeah. Yeah. that's all it is yep there is nothing good about being a US ally but the good news is that because we're exposing it here on talking truth to power mm-hmm. <laughs> their days are numbered exactly <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, America, as Ye would say. Yep. <laughs> so, not a moment too soon. Right. So, let's, you know, let's hope that they don't get their way and we don't have Woke War Three. But uh, they're sure trying to, like you said. They're, they seem to be looking for that false flag spark, you know? Oh, I, would... I don't have any doubts about that at all. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening to us, don't go anywhere because Eddie's voice follows us.